Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by millions, James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by millions, Steve Dash Rinko Lieber. adopting an Australian accent. Possibly New Zealand. I can't tell the difference, James. But all the Australians are so popular these days. Perhaps this will give us a bump in our listenership. I feel like this is somehow offensive. And anyone we had watching us in the Southern Hemisphere is now gone. I know our Australian listenership was probably zero, but now it's less than zero. People who weren't going to listen to us anyway are going out and just banning the station. So thank you for that. That's a great way to start out. I- I said nothing about shrimp or Barbies or going for a walkabout. I, I left all that for the cliche people. No, I was like, the, the resemblance between me and the guy who plays Thor was probably striking just for that moment, right? Well, in the sense that you're both vaguely human, then yes, I suppose. Beyond that, the similarities end. Well... Welcome to Wrong and Wronger. And uh, you thought for a minute you turned tuned into the Chris Hemsworth show. But no, <laughs> this is James and Steve coming to you. And I am Steve. I, I don't have the hats on this week, James. So I'm Steve receding hairline Olivas. And he's James. I'm fuzzy all the way down to my feet. Break well. But this is the podcast where we argue about things that probably don't make any difference. And yet hundreds of you. Ignore this podcast every week in honor of tens of you actually watching. James, what are we going to be arguing about today? Should you rinse your dishes before you put them in the dishwasher? Ooh, yeah. rinsing dishes. This one is actually a bit of a bit contentious yes. in the Olivas household. And uh, we'll get to that in a minute. But speaking of contention, you have a bone to pick with me over... One of the technicalities that we have in our podcast rules and regulations. Well, it's really the only rule we have. If you lose the debate, (laughs) you have to do a penalty video, and you didn't do one. And now, granted, I can't get too mad on you, because a couple weeks ago, I skipped one, too. But I at least recognized I was skipping it ahead of time, and was like, let's do double or nothing. You just forgot, because you're old and your mind is going. So now I don't even know what to do because I don't know how I can punish you any more than you've already been punished just by this by existing. But I guess it's double or nothing. That's that's what we're left with. All right, and this was uh, no malice on my part. I just was tiptoeing through the tulips of my day, and then I got on the horn with Breakwell, and he said, uh, "So what's up?" And all of a sudden, I knew what he was talking about, and I was mortified because if there's one thing about me, I follow the rule and the reg that we have. Yes, he never calls me more than one second late. When we start recording this, usually at nine o'clock, he calls at nine o'clock on the dot. So I'm sure that the greatest punishment of all is just that he forgot a rule and it's just eating him up inside. And maybe that'll be his punishment. Maybe I just won't let him do any more punishment videos. We have to stew on that forever. Uh, but that's for future torture. For now, we'll go ahead and do double or nothing tonight. So um, if you lose this week, I get to pick the penalty video for you. And if you win, Ooh. the slate is wiped clean. You know, last time you did that, I had to sing a Justin Bieber song, and uh, I, I did. I came yes. through. You did. You did. I was I was nicer in those days. My, my malice for you wasn't as great. I assure you, you will not get off so easily this time. 
Wow. You know, a- I, or wait, absence makes the heart grow fonder. I'm actually arguing against my point. Never mind. <laughs> well, speaking of getting into the argument, we do have to pass the, the, uh, the, the olive branch of compliments amongst each other before we hit the debate. And James, you know, you know that I, I avoid going to the bathroom just so I can get here on time to hear the compliment <laughs> that you have locked and loaded for me. So what do you got this week? I would like to compliment you for being in touch with your hair loss. There are some men who are in denial, who can't accept that receding hairline, who try to cover it over with comb overs or wigs or ridiculous winter hats out of season. But now today, Wait, you what? <laughs> now today you've accepted who you really are. You admit the hair is going away and it's never coming back. So I commend you for your inner peace with your ongoing ugliness. Good for you. Well, <laughs> You know, the most striking part of that compliment was, I don't think you took the entire week to think that one up. I don't think you (laughs) rolled through several variations before you landed on that one. It almost feels, and pardon me for saying so, James, it almost feels like you ricocheted into that one off of my intro. And correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm sure you poured over it. Yeah, uh, I've pretty much already forgot what I just said to you. You're very forgettable. It happens. (laughs) Well, my compliment to you is uh, slightly more genuine, and that is that uh, your life has gone into hyperdrive, and that is a testimony to the amount of work that you put into your life, and your book is coming out, and uh, you're probably going to go on several press junkets and book tours, and you're going to hit the part where in, in this middle stages of adulthood, where you're going from about 30 to 45, where you're trying to kill it as fast and hard <laughs> as you can and drag it back to the cave so you can hit coast when you're in your 50s. But good on you for doing something that not a lot of people nowadays are willing to do, which is just put in the work. You put in the work, my friend. Yeah, I'm pretty sure what I'm actually going to be killing is myself. I can feel myself dying a little more every day <laughs> as I put in these hours. But uh, yeah, so far I get the pay off, which is mostly just my family's in bed and I get to sit here talking with you. So this is this is yes! where my prestigious career has, has gone. You'll know I've really made it if I ever cut the podcast out of my life, but as, as long as I have the time <laughs> in my day for this money-burning enterprise, I can't be too successful. Oh, you're welcome. Alright. <laughs> well, we always flip the Guam quarter of fate and Guam does rest on the tail side of this George Washington quarter. And James, you are the one who determines what the two sides will determine. Yes, so heads, I will argue for rinsing your dishes beforehand. Tails, I will argue for not rinsing them beforehand. Ah, all right. Heads is the rinse. It is up. It is down. It is. Man, I'll tell you what. We've got to buy a Powerball ticket. You got heads again. How many weeks in a row have you had heads? You are defying the odds. Well, it's just fitting. Some of the brains of this operation. So, of course, I'm going to get heads every time. And it really, I'm glad I got that because this is how we do things in my house. We rinse off the stuff, the food, the gunk, all of that before it goes into the dishwasher. Now, you're going to go out there and you're going to listen to scientists and you're going to listen to to dishwasherologists and you're going to listen to instruction manuals that tell you you don't have to rinse it with certain models. Yes. Guess what? Yes. 
It's not true. You obviously have to scrape off some of it. You're not going to put entire chicken legs on there. And why, you know, you end up, you, end up, you, know, you know, you got all this ketchup and gunk. Why are you going to try to solve that chemically? Why are you going to hit use extra water to wash that off? Why use chemicals to solve your problem when a little scraping to get it scraped clean and just rinse off with a little bit of water will solve all your problems? You don't need a chemical solution. Just get the gunk off, give them a quick rinse, and put them in there and let the dishwasher do what it does best which is sanitized with those high temperatures. That's where the dishwasher really it shines. That's, that's where it's at. And you can go up to people, people who've been washing dishes all their lives, and this is really not a matter of what the instruction manual says. This is a matter of what feels right. If I tried to convince my wife that we could stop rinsing the dishes before we put them in the dishwasher, she would divorce me. And there is no instruction manual on the earth that will overrule her on that. And I guess I got to say here, I'm going to play the wife card. If she says we rinse before we put them in the dishwasher, we rinse before we put them in the dishwasher, even if we have the most state-of-the-art dishwasher in the world. And I know for a fact, Steve Olivas, you do not have more authority than my wife. James, this makes me nuts, people like you, <laughs> for many, many reasons. The list is long and distinguished. Yes. But just this evening, we're going to focus it on dishes. Because when you, uh, why do you want to wash the dish twice? If you just spritz a little soap on it while you're rinsing it, you can dry it off, put it right back in the cupboard. Why do you want to stick it in the dishwasher? Rinsing it takes time, it burns water. You are the one who was yelling at me about conserving water a few weeks ago. <laughs> so take a page out of your own playbook and stick it in the dishwasher. Especially because you got 27 kids, you probably run that sucker after supper every night. So the dish, uh, the uh, food stuff is still kind of wet, moist on there, and it'll come flying right off when the jet's headed in the dishwasher. You don't have an encrusted chicken leg hanging on it when you <laughs> stick it in, despite everything you'll say. Uh, plus, when you rinse it, if you got one of those spritzers on the sink, you get water all over the floor, all over yourself, on the drapes, on the window that hangs over the sink. Like, it's just a mess that you're creating, even though technically you're supposed to be cleaning up a mess. So stick the dishes in the dishwasher. Dishwater tech, dishwasher technology has advanced from back when they bought the dishwasher on your farm. And that was like a 1941 Maytag model and it was spelled wrong because it came off like an old Russian nuclear submarine and into your kitchen. Nowadays, the dishes, the dishwasher, it heats that water up to 10 billion degrees. <laughs> and I know I'm getting scientific, but if you ever wore a pair of eyeglasses and wanted uh, just shove something into the dishwasher while it was running, you get blasted with this steam pipe full of stuff. You can't see for four days because your glasses say steamed up. So it's got enough oomph, enough horsepower to get that stuff off, clean it off. And why do you want to make your life more difficult, James? We just talked about how busy you are. Relax. Let the dishwasher work for you. I think it really comes down to how often you run the dishwasher. And for wasteful people yeah. like you who run the dishwasher every what? day for three people, okay, yeah, don't rinse the dishes because you're already <laughs> wasting gallons and gallons of water. My family, six people and a pig and a dog. Now, the pig doesn't get her plates washed, yeah. granted. But we yeah. run that dishwasher one time a week. Once. It's incredible. I will be okay with running it more often. That's not no. how things work. And if you're going to run it after several days, you can't let the food sit there and get crusted on because that ketchup is going to be rock hard. Those food juices are going to be rock hard. And even the most intense dishwasher in the world is not going to get it all off. 
What you're falling for here is dishwasher commercials. You're falling for the advertising. They're trying to sell you an easier way of life that doesn't exist. You've got to get that gunk off right away. And if we're going to run our dishwasher several days later, we've got to rinse them so they're sitting there and ready to go. And then we save the water overall. Because let me tell you, my wife loads that thing like she's playing Tetris. It boggles my mind that she can fit every dish, cup, spoon, and plate we own in a single load of a 15-year-old dishwasher. And it comes out sparkling. And there are different types of clean. When we're going through and we're we're getting the gunk off and rinsing it, we're just doing a quick clean with a little bit of water. We're not using soap. We're not sanitizing it. We're just knocking the crud down. It's kind of like when you clean your house. There's cleaning and then there's cleaning. You know, this is just a light cleaning to get it ready. So it's going to be safe to sit in that dishwasher so we can do one super efficient run, save time, save money, save the environment and the world, Steve. Because you know what? We don't fall for, we don't fall for big, uh, you know, big appliances. They're, they're, they're big marketing campaigns. They're lobbyists in Washington, D.C. You know, they're slick commercials on TV. No. We run wow. that thing once a week. Wow. We wash off our dishwashers first, and we let you fall for those fancy brochures that say you don't have to wash them because they are selling you a lie. Breakwell leading the charge on the class action lawsuit against Big Washer. Man, oh, man. James, my mother... She was a scrub before you put it in the dishwasher person. And uh, that's got to be a female thing. I can't imagine whoa, whoa, whoa. going through it. But every dude I know, he will either lick that plate off or just take it off the table and shove it into the dishwasher because we're men, James. It's what we do. But my mother, she had this thing she called a scrunge. That a scrunge? Hung out on the back was of it the you? Sink. That's <laughs> <laughs> my father. <laughs> but that scrunch had every known bacteria that had ever been discovered since Jonas Salk started trying to kill them all off. But that would sit on the back of the sink. And if you touched it, you would get like rabies. You would get uh, distant mesothelioma. I had a transvaginal mess once because of that. Like uh, there was so much going on with that scrunch because all of the food she would be scrubbing off the plates, a little bit of it, it, it lived in the scrunch, and it was disgusting. I don't have room for more disgusting in my life, James. As you can tell, my disgusting needle is in the red most of the time. So, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. It is off the table, into the dishwasher, hit that sucker, and away we go. I am going to blow your mind here. Just follow me through this. So after you use okay, that okay, unsanitary okay. scrunch to knock off all the food, like a normal person, yeah. like a real man yeah. who cares about saving yeah. water, here's what you do with that scrunch. <laughs> you stick it in the dishwasher, which according to you gets to 10 billion degrees, and the scrunch <laughs> will be just as sanitary as everything else. That's all it takes. When you're done, you pop it in there. I just solved your entire childhood. I should be the psychologist here. I'm just knocking down problems. Man, I'm good. James, my skin is starting to itch just thinking about that thing. I, I can't imagine touching it again to put it in the dishwasher. No. no. Uh, I assume the it was on some kind of, of stick. It actually turns more evil. <laughs> All right, let me roll here so people can kick in. I can let yeah, me win. Yeah, jeez, you're out of control. All right, so if you want to vote for me and the environment and rinsing it off lightly before you stick it in the dishwasher, what? you need to vote for 45. If you want to vote for Steve and his unsanitary scrunch and whatever else is going on over there, vote for 57. <laughs> and if you want to vote for the right, the random that's not funny. 
go ahead and vote for 85. So we're throwing them all out there. Those are the numbers. If Steve loses this week, I get to pick his penalty because it's a double or nothing week. If he wins, the penalty is wiped clean, which is not fun for anybody. So remember, vote for me this week. <laughs> If you could follow James' line of thought, then you have no business voting for me because I want all the, the intelligent people on my oh. camp. So hit 57. James, I made an argument and James just usurped it. He just assumed <laughs> it was his own. But, so James 45, Steve 57. Vote once, vote often, and get other people on board with Wrong and Wronger and 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the other podcast that's going gangbusters, Breakwell. We got a winner with that one, too. But until next week, this is Steve, Dr. Steve, Steve Olivas, talking for James, the exploding unicorn, Breakwell, and saying thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and remember, two wrongs, say it with me, people, can't make a right. <laughs>